spice. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's 531. Happy Tuesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Morning. How the heck you doing over there, pal? Hit the recycling box this morning. Oh, he missed on his tinfoil toss. One and two on the year. As I say, that'll put you below 500, man. Yeah, yeah. Tough a little start. long. A little long. Tough start to the year. Mm. But hey, adversity—you know—it's yeah. It, it can make you stronger, man. They hand it down to your toughest warriors. It can make you stronger. <laughs> Just don't let it get in your head, all right? It's gotta be strong, man. It's gotta be strong. I'm gonna buy you a roll of tin foil. Yeah, Just so here. you can just I'm practice. Sit, sit here and drill. Yeah, like Kobe in practice. <laughs> yeah. Just a hundred shots. Like Steph Curry. On neuro. Yeah. <laughs> Ash comes in for her shift. You're just sweating. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. Recycling benches filled with tinfoil. <laughs> I'm going to sit here in between your breaks. This feels Don't wasteful. worry about it. <laughs> it you won't even wasteful. know I'm here. You won't even know. Oh, man. It is a, uh, if you haven't stepped outside yet, if you're listening, I'm sure you have, but. If you still uh, have the option, don't. It is a cold, cold, no matter well, where you are, well, Niagara minus, region. It was minus uh, 13 or minus 14 yeah. when I stepped outside at 4.30 this morning. Yeah, we got uh, in Toronto right now, minus 19. In Hamilton, minus 18. Uh, currently right now, it says uh, in St. Catharines, minus 14. Yeah. It, uh, it is a crisp, yeah. crisp day, my friends. You should have seen Soper scrambling for the door here. Oh, got, man. I up just, to work. I was... I was at the car. I was. Uh, we're doing a, 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 a photo shoot later today. I yeah. was, took a couple T-shirts out of my bag. Took the soap and brown undies out of my bag. I was laying stuff out in the back seat. You're already in the door. Oh yeah, Carl just likes to stroll when it's cold. Oh, I ro- just... I'll roll around out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, more often than not, I'll wait by the car and we'll walk in together. Today, you, you scrambled. No, scurried. I was like, I'm going inside. Scurried is what I would call it. I and and you know what? I stand by it and I would scurry again. I was like. I'm not standing out in the, in the might, cold. I'm, I'm getting in. I might go back out there for a break. <laughs> we we established this. You're like a like a like a husky, like mm-hmm. a dog, right? Yeah. When if it snows and you put a husky outside, they're pumps. They just sit in the snow. Yeah, that's Carl. Yeah. yeah. What would, would you refer to yourself to as today? Uh, a polar bear? That's what it was. I don't know. Yeah. Instead of like a polar bear of my natural state. I said I would uh, I would take this over the mornings when I pick you up in the summer, and it's like 24 yeah. with 80 percent humidity at 4:30 in the morning. That makes me want to. Puke. That's when Carl scrambles in this. Yeah, <laughs> scrambling for the AC. Yeah, <laughs> that's when he scurries. So yeah, um, you were walking so slow too. He's just oh, like yeah, sauntering. I was like, "What are you doing?" No toque, feeling the cold on my head. Oh my god, it's cold. Feel alive. It'll wake you up. That's for sure. It'll it'll get you going. All right, so big show lined up today. We got all sorts of things we got to get after, but of course we'll we'll start the show with our dink of the day just around the corner. But Alexis on fire, banger to start things. It's Young Cardinal, Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Soper and Brown Show, it's 97.7. It's FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. People are chiming in, too, with uh, their temperature check-ins. Yeah, let's uh, we can run a couple of yeah, them down yeah, here. Hold down, on. Yeah. Uh, let's start with... Oh, Peterborough, minus 32. <laughs> minus 32 in Barrie. Uh, Ajax, minus 22. Minus 22 in Oshawa. Feels like minus 31. 
minus 23 in Pickering, minus 21 in Brampton. I- Ironworker Richie, yeah. you see that? Yeah. It's yeah. so, been a while, boys. Uh, wrote at Pearson Airport putting up a Bombardier hangar with the wind chill, minus 28. Shout out local 736, local 721. Uh, we got an invite to go and work on the garbage truck. We'll take a pass on that mm. for now. You might like it more than me, being in the cold. <laughs> yeah, I'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Another person said they want to give a shout out to uh, heated uh, porta potties. Yeah. So yes. A lot of talk about it was that. Discussed last on week. the show last week oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, person here says Winnipeg minus forty four. Well, when you come home from your twelve hour shift, you can get out there and shovel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get going here. Dink of the day, yep. and you and I were discussing this off air. We got to talk about two L.A. police officers. You looked over at me. He said, "This is a great story." And I said, "Can I guess?" He said, "Sure." And is the two cops who were who were playing Pokemon Go instead of responding to a robbery? Two police officers were fired <laughs> because they were caught playing Pokemon Go yeah. instead of responding to yes. a robbery. <laughs> uh, I got the names here: Luis Lozano and Eric Mitchell. Uh, now, but- now they, they did catch a couple of pretty significant Pokemon, I guess. There a couple of parts of the story that make me laugh is that they the name of the Pokemon that they were trying to catch is in the story. Yes. They were trying to catch a Snorlax. And a, a Tegetic? Oh, I'd miss that one. Yeah, I, oh, there it here. is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they reportedly spotted a yeah, Tegetic and were pursuing a Snorlax on 46th and Lemert. <laughs> This is like an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine or yes, something, yeah, right? Yeah, like it's just about, yeah. It's truly something. Now, the way they were caught, and they're actually trying to sue, because the way they were caught is they were recorded talking about it in their police car. Yeah, they have the, the response, like, the, yeah, it's recorded. Everything's uh, recorded, audio piece. right? Yeah, yeah. And so they said, well, you can't use that in court. That's against our <laughs> privacy. And so this is now their argument, and they're they're in court and trying to sue. They probably have. I don't know if we'll be able to sue or for like damages, but I mean that's pretty. You know, to be have those discussions used. I, I have no idea what you sign up for when you yeah. when you take that gig. But Look, uh, I, they spent twenty minutes driving around trying to catch these Pokemon characters, and they uh, they blamed uh, uh, noise in the area for not responding to the. <laughs> Robbery call. Look, whether or not they're supposed to use those recordings against yeah, you. Yeah, I have no idea. At the end of the day, uh-huh. you 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 didn't do your job, no. and you were playing Pokemon Go, That's and your right. job is to save people. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I just. I have a hard time feeling sorry for you. I don't have a lot of sympathy for you. <laughs> it's one of those. You know, can't should they use it? I, maybe, maybe they should if it's something like this. I don't know. <laughs> I just trying to catch a Snorlax and a Tijet. The be- yeah, the best is the fact that the actual Pokemon they're yeah. chasing is listed <laughs> in the story. That's the details we so. need there. Well, yeah, you have to find new gigs, but I don't know. Maybe try like Twitch streaming or something like that. <laughs> like if you're passionate about it, maybe people want to watch you play Pokemon Go. Yeah, can you Twitch stream yourself playing Pokemon Go? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you got a good data plan. You guys go figure that out. Louise, so Louise Lozano, yeah. and Eric Mitchell. Well, I'm sorry. You guys are our dinks of the day. 
The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Text message from someone said, I run a porta potty company, and uh, heated washrooms or the heated porta potties are the best. Yeah, and necessary. I don't know if I've ever experienced the heated porta potty. Like, aside from summer and it cooking. The like, naturally heated porta Yeah, exactly. Yes. I don't think I've. No, I don't think, think so either. Experienced no. this luxury. No. I've been either working from home or from here for the last quite some time. So, yeah. I mean, I've taken some. I've had to use some cold porta potties in the day, but yeah. uh, you know, yeah. you know that um, if you're driving on the queue and mm-hmm. there's that uh, just as you leave St. Catharines, heading towards Hamilton, on your right hand side, there's that like antique mall yep. kind of thing. Yep. Chelsea and I stopped in there. This must have been last year, and it's like winter time, and we're looking around, and the urge hits me. I'm like, uh oh, mm-hmm. and so I asked them. Is there a washroom here? And they said, there's actually no running water on the property. And I said, oh, good. Oh, no. That's good news. Oh, but no. there's a porta potty out and around, like, a side of the building. So the sun was obviously, like, up and shining, but the building had shaded the porta potty for the entire oh, morning. Yeah. It was frosty, my friend, <laughs> I tell you. you. Very frosty. You said, so we were talking about earlier, you like the cold. Mm-hmm. You also said last week, that everybody should feel uncomfortable. I did at that moment. Yeah, I, and and but and so this was going to be my question: Did you actually like the sitting in the cold? No. Or is this that is that you like being in the cold, but not if you're doing that? Well, I don't mind being like out in the cold. I don't love a cold toilet seat attached to my ass and balls. <laughs> that's, that's where fair, you yeah. draw the line. I'd say that's a fair line to yeah. draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if you didn't mind sitting on like the ice throne. I just laughed at it. It was yeah. it was not it didn't deter me, put it that way. Yeah. You still got your still stuff done. Go, yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was happening. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of Pokemon Go and you know, our dink of the day was, you know, two police officers That's who right. were fired playing it. There, there is a few people that chimed in and said, "Yeah, we still play. I still play Pokemon Go on my lunch uh, hour. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I still go out on weekends. I wasn't aware people were still my, our friends Bryce and Kat oh, who were right. out visiting. They yeah. were pumped. It took them to like Niagara Falls and when they came out to visit in the summer. Right. They're yeah. they pumped about that. It's a whole new territory. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I so, guess something to do on a walk. It must. Is it still? It's not as big as it was. Right? Oh, that one no. summer, 2016. Yeah, yeah, it's huge." I remember my we when we went and saw the hip and during their final tour. That would have been twenty sixteen. My wife was like, Yeah, yeah, we'll go to the show. But after the show we're going downtown to like to hunt, after I saw the hip. Do you went hunting Pokemon? I went Pokemon going. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta mix you gotta you know what? It's about compromise, Carl. I guess it is. It's about compromise. <laughs> well, we're going to be downtown because we were in Victoria, BC. So That's we're, right. We're going to be downtown, so let's you know, well. Okay. And you wouldn't even imagine the amount of people who were you met, like you would just yeah, phones see, up walking around. People were walking into traffic. Crazy yeah. man. We were doing like 10k walks, like with the kids <laughs> just and to, stuff. Just to find oh whatever. Yeah. It was good exercise. I'm sure. Like, yeah. Hey, there's worse hobbies. Yeah, there are worse hobbies. But yeah, it was just it that up. summer. We after that we gave up. Maybe I saw our data plan. It was like, oh my god. Was, you know what I remember so specifically about it? That was the that was the Trump Clinton campaign. That was that was uh, coming around that fall. Oh, okay. And I remember Hillary Clinton saying. I need you to Pokemon go to the polls, mm. and that being the cringiest thing I'd ever heard, <laughs> and I felt like my skin was going to flake off. And then uh, at that, I think that killed it. Did you and your that wife killed the vibe? Did you and your wife play no. or no? You I've never, never got into it. I eh? never downloaded the app. No, really. No. Wait, what? Just I just don't care. No. No. 
you're like, oh, well, that's a good way to get I out. Couldn't, or... I couldn't give you an ounce of interest. In no. It. No. Did you ever see somebody else playing it? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I mean, like, physically beside them. Like, yes, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... not once you went, well, maybe I'll. No. No. You could battle some people. You could own some people. No. <laughs> <laughs> no interest. <laughs> I, just, I I figured it would have sucked you guys in for that summer as well. I am adverse to trends. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'll pick it up in a couple of years. Yeah, really? You guys seen this? 2024. <laughs> Who knows what you would have found in that cold Oh, body. man. How what, many Pokemon would have been in that cold what, porta potty? What dwells in there? <laughs> <laughs> it's Rob Zombie. Hits Wait, FM. The Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. 6.04, show's only uh, just over 30 minutes in, and well, it's time to call somebody out. We don't know who, though. No, and it's tough to know the list of candidates because there's just not that many. Yeah. Uh, you, but you, it could have happened last night or this morning. That's the issue. You discovered this issue first yeah. this morning. You popped in, and we've discussed the plumbing in this building oh. on a number of occasions. The I mean, atrocious. There's, there's running water for sure. Yeah. The pressure is certainly lacking, and uh, the downstairs washroom. There's a few tricks of the trade to that toilet in particular. Well, it quite often, you know, when the back of the toilet, the I don't know what you call it, the thing gets caught up the, so that, you know, when the toilet just runs, the right? Flange? Yeah, I don't know. I don't and the, know. the tank doesn't fill up with water, right? Yeah. So, you know, when it, it just every, run, every, runs continuously. Everybody knows that sound, if right? You if you don't flip the little handle up yeah. at, after you've done your business, it just runs. Yeah. Yeah. And so that happens all the time. All the time. And so when I opened the door this morning, I could hear... It's running. It was running. There was one issue, though. Not only was it running, well, somebody had plugged the toilet immensely. And I'm talking, like, yeah, a hell of a plug. Yes. So much so that there's no way... Sometimes you could go, mm, were you trying to be acting like, oh, I, I didn't know. Didn't like, even notice. I, I didn't know it. You notice. Oh, this was a bad you one. You know. This was a bad one. Yeah. And that's who I want to call out. Somebody built a dam in there. It was, man. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was so I the, sticks and mud and paper. In, in the term or in, in the the list of the worst people at the office. Where do we rank the person that plugs the toilet and doesn't fix it? They are above the fish microwavers. Yeah, I put the, I put them above the seafood microwavers. I, yeah. I I have to agree. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a cardinal sin. And it's not great, especially in this business where our, our you know time is of the essence. Mm. You've got short windows to solve the problem. I'm sorry, you're going to have to play a longer song. Go back in there and figure it out. Can't leave it for the next guy. No, I, I to me it doesn't even matter to the office. You cannot leave a plug toilet for your coworkers to deal with. Yeah. I might put it on. It, it's, it's it, in the conversation to be in my gold. It's on. It's on the podium of of dink moves in the workplace. Yeah, there's one bathroom on the main floor, and the two upstairs are scary. I'll just say that. <laughs> I'll just say that outright. There's two like larger and better put together bathrooms upstairs, but you have to go up there by yourself. And I've heard too many tales of, of what people have seen in the mirrors when they've come out of there, and I don't want to go. I, I get it that 
unclogging the toilet is never fun. No, it's not fun. It sucks. But there's a plunger next to it for a reason. Yeah. We all know here, the plumbing sucks. The water pressure especially You can't make sucks. somebody else do it. No. No. So the question becomes, did it happen last night or did it happen this morning? And really... I, we're never going to know. No. Unless we grab people by the scruffs of the collar and, and shake around, them down. Question them. Right. Did you ever play Pokemon Go? Did you plug the toilet? <laughs> Answer the first one first. <laughs> Answer the first one! <laughs> Two urgent questions. At, at the very least, it is heated. It, yeah. So, the, yes, we got that going for does us. does generally have heat. We got yes. that going for us. Yeah. But uh-huh. What do you think? Last night or this morning? Well, who was even in, like, were Adam and Joey in in last night, or were they doing I don't a remote broadcast? I don't think so. Because then, if not that, like, who was in? This building's pretty quiet after yeah. a certain hour. Could have been somebody over on the news station. Could have been. Could have been. Right. A couple guys here from Move this morning, but yeah. You went in there early, though, and discovered this. You went in there pre-5 like, pre a.m. 4.50? 4.50, which makes me, that would lead me to think. Yeah. It was yesterday afternoon. Nighttime crew? Yeah. Yes. I agree. If I had to guess. Yeah. We're in here early enough. There's not a lot of traffic that early heading towards Tim Dennis does not strike me as a leave the toilet plugged guy. No. Tim Dennis doesn't even strike me as a poop at work guy. Does he? To you? I'm not saying he hasn't done it. I'm just saying I think Tim would. I don't think it's part of his routine. No. I think he would do everything he could not to. He's a professional. And I really, truly believe that if he did... Takes care of his body yeah. like us. <laughs> he is not. No. He no, is no, no. not leaving that behind. No, I'm not hanging that one on Tim. Nor do I think Patrick, who is Tim's producer... No. Nor do I suspect he would be a guy to do I don't that. suspect the move guys on this one either. No, it's no, it's not Lori. No. I don't think it's Curtis. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm, going, think night, so. I'm going night crew. Yeah. Whoever that is, I'm not even 100% sure. I'm not even was sure. Steven, who the, no. Was he in last night? Could have been. Somebody here says the same person that took the loonies. Yeah, if you're listening to Ashley's oh, show, man. we do have a thief in the building. This th- That is a great, that's a very interesting little piece. I, I'd like to hear some of Ash's audio, actually. In terms uh, yeah, of, Mom, why don't we go back? I let's can, have a little scroll back yeah. and, hear, and hear some of her show from yesterday, because that was shocking. And if the inside pooper is listening. You owe us two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a greasy move, man. It's Tom Petty, 977 Hits FM, the Soper and Brown Show. There's a few people saying Steve was in studio yesterday. So. Oh, cool. Good for Steve. Maybe. Uh, but if he was in, oh, for the for the toilet thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Steve, Steve doesn't strike me as the irresponsible type, though. <laughs> the, the dad energy in him alone would fix the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Text message said he's got the new dad poops. Is that a thing? Well, I'm trying I'm, to remember. I'm looking at you here because I don't have a frame of reference. It's been your about sleep, seven years. Your so. sleep cycle would be disrupted. Are you usually you're eating garbage? I was gonna say you're eating crap. Are you yeah. fin- you know finishing up a, a spoon of baby food here and there? Yeah, it's more about like Goes right quick processed foods. Good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I need something that I can just toss in the oven or uh-huh. buy. Yes. That is not good for me and eat right away. But I need to I consume have, it. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the time to luxuriously make a meal here. So I think that's maybe it more than anything. So I don't know. We're not going to find the culprit of that. Mm. But on Ash's show yesterday, she brought more drama. So more White House of Rock drama. I had, I had just left the studio and we just done a crossover. That show had wrapped up. And I was halfway walking to my, like, workspace. And I hear you, obviously, because I'm, you know, 60 yards away. But I still hear you. Of course. I just hear, the loonies are gone. 
The Loonies. This was a big deal. Just outside our studio, and Ash has had this as a bit on her show for a little while. There is a, I don't know if it's a sanitizer. Like it's a, a sanitizer it's dispenser. A sanitizer yep. dispenser. Hand sanitizer, yep. Right outside there. And for the longest time, there was like a beat up old loony sitting on top of that dispenser. No idea who put the first one there, but it was just there. It had been there. It was there when I was working in studio before I got sent home. Before the first pandemic. We're talking, yes, the first one. <laughs> We're talking like February, March 2020. It was there. So Ash added a second one some time ago just to see what would happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, and it, it had been there for months. Months and months. A long time. And nobody had ever touched it. We had it kind of as a point of look how like polite and decent all us radio folk are that work in this little sector of the building over here that we've left two bucks just sitting out in the open no strings attached for like a year i think so that sounds right no one no one has tempted fate now if you listen to ash's show yesterday i was the one who actually discovered they were gone yeah which has apparently pointed some fi- I- i've now got fingers being pointed no. at me here i have uh, i have my eyes on you at all time when we're in here yeah it's neither of us. And I I was one of the only people in this building mm-hmm. for 500 days. And If I wanted to take them. <laughs> they would have been gone. I could have taken them. <laughs> and I am a very frugal man. Sure. But I assure you, yeah. I'm doing okay enough. You left the two bucks there. I don't need to, to, to yoink the two bucks. I truly no. don't. No. So I promise you on everything, you know, I'll put my... I'm put Carl's life on the line here. It's always mine. I didn't take the loonies. <laughs> so she first things first, we both accused Jonathan. I'm I'm <laughs> I am absolutely gonna say it. He was the first uh, uh person I looked at. Again, in the building recently, worked uh, in Ash's spot last week mm-hmm. in the afternoons as Ash was filling in for Adam and Joey. I would have stood up for John on this one. I wouldn't have pegged John for this. You wouldn't have pegged John? The the toilet, maybe. You're telling me you wouldn't have pegged John? I wouldn't have pegged him for this. Not for two bucks. No? After more. <laughs> uh, Brando, Brandon, Ashley's guy. Yes. Also pointed a finger towards Jonathan. Uh, what? That's right. <laughs> hey, man, he was one of the people who was newer in the, like, was one know, of the newer he's, additions. He's an honest boy. He's a good boy. I'm just saying, maybe he didn't even realize... That this is a thing? I'm just, he may have, may have just done it without knowing. Hmm. Well, she called him. This is what he had to say. I can confirm I did not take them. You didn't take the loonies. You were one of the only people that's been back in here since I added the loonies, and you're adamant you did not take them. No, I did not. I didn't even notice they were there. <laughs> I'll put on the record Likely that story. you say you did not steal the loonies. I will tell you that three fingers might have been pointed at you immediately this morning. Right. I, I wouldn't doubt it, but I can <laughs> confirm that I was loony with okay. going into the studio and leaving the studio both times. <laughs> I'll take his word for that. See, the tough thing is that they've become, the <laughs> these two loonies, for some reason, have become a part of the infrastructure of the building. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you for sure. If they were there last week when that, you and I That's were, the issue. When, I don't remember the last time when, I looked at them. When you and I came in last week when we returned from our, our Christmas break, I couldn't say for sure if Neither they were there. I. Neither could I. So, I mean, that and that opens it to a wide range of anybody. It's, and and look, a text here says, it's only two bucks. That's not the point. Oh, no. It's, it's just curious. The it, point it's very of the matter curious is, that it sat there for this long. Who at, at some point went... I Enough's ain't. enough. I'm taking those two at uh, two bucks. Oh, we have a vending machine in the building, but it's empty. It's empty. It hasn't been filled since the beginning of the pandemic. It is unstocked. So 
What do you even need the loonies for? Don't know. And why now? <laughs> you know? Great question. Why now? Yeah. This is a dishonest bill. We got people clogging toilets. We got, we got people stealing loonies. We got loony thieves. Our pets' heads are falling off. I'm go outside, make sure my car's locked. <laughs> <laughs> what now? What? Yeah, that's what's yeah. next. Somebody in this building is going to steal your Someone's car. Someone's going to have to give us an office, and we're actually going to have to lock our valuables in the office during the show. Somebody in this building is going to steal your car and then steal your wife. It's happening. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, Carl. What was the second part of that? Your wife. Mm. <laughs> you know, someone brought up a good point. Said, has anybody refilled the sanitizer dispenser? Maybe they took the loonies at that moment. As a, as a tip? Because <laughs> the again, Maybe. The, the first loony had been there for since before you and I started yeah. working here. Ash added the second one when she came back to work in October. Yeah. So over that three month period, I'm sure they were there when we left for Christmas vacation. Look, it's a zoo here. Yeah. Okay. We got people leaving sardine cans all over the place. We got people clogging toilets. Forty old pad tie on the doorstep. Right. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, loonies, money being stolen. It's chaos. It's good. Feels like, it. A, feels like a return to normal for the building here. I like the guy who said, I'm surprised the White House didn't collapse when they moved those coins. That's right. Those were load-bearing loonies. That's you don't, true. You don't know the damage you've done. Person says, Carl's like Al Pacino in Heat. You can have <laughs> sex with his wife, but you can't drive his car. That's right. <laughs> I just watched that. Hoo-ha. I just watched that recently too. Yeah, but then you say it's it's about the TV, not the car. He, right? Yeah, he comes no. he comes home and there's he finds a guy in bed with his wife and he's like, "Don't get up, don't get up." And he takes the TV out of the room and heaves it. <laughs> you can't watch my television. <laughs> All right, let's let's get, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in, something for Carlos, something for myself, something for Hits Nation, we'll go rapid fire. Start sending them in now. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. We'll get after in about six minutes. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977 977. Text the show. You can call us soon, 905-688-9797. Uh, let's go. First one here says, shout out to all the guys today working outside because I think Mother Nature's thermostat is broken. No kidding. For inquiries, call 1-800-DAMN-COLD. It's about minus 14 when I stepped outside this morning yeah, in St. Catharines. Yeah, and, but, and that's on the warmer end of what we've heard about from yeah, people uh, all around the province. I saw morning. Hammer today, minus 18. Yep. Toronto was minus 19. We have heard people in Barrie, it was like minus 32. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, gold one. It is. It's yeah. crisp. It's a crisp day today. Sure is. What movie is instantly recognized by one quote? By one quote? Oh, there's tons, man. Um, I've I've said before. We're gonna need a bigger boat. I have. Which one's that? See. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Jaws. Oh, is that Jaws? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is a game that I can't play with you. Yeah, it's much harder for me. Absolutely. I can. I think me throwing them at you is probably better. Have Adam. But to to me, the most quotable movie is Anchorman. Mm-hmm. I think there is so many lines from that movie sure. that you immediately. Like, if you just go, I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's there. Right? Like, mm-hmm. anything like that. Like, Mr. Burgundy. <laughs> you, and like, yeah. you know, and you yeah. can finish the quote immediately. Look right? at that. Yeah. Like, I love Lamp. Yeah. There's just, there's, uh, to me, I think Sets it remains Panther. the most, maybe maybe Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, it's up, up there. But, I, even Dumb and Dumber is like, I don't know, like, it's, I don't know if it's as quotable. 
Anchorman to me is the most quotable movie. Yeah, for sure. That you say it and people know exactly where you're going with it. <laughs> uh, what are some simple acts of kindness that anyone could achieve during the day? A simple act of kindness? Like holding a door for somebody? Yeah, but make sure they're not running for it. Oh, yeah, if they have to pick up speed. <laughs> I'm yeah. coming, don't worry. Tim did that for me the other morning when you and I were driving separately last yeah. week. He was like, he was way at the door. I was just getting out of the car and he's holding it for me. Oh, damn. Now, it's a, my, now it's a job. I have my own, I got a jog now. <laughs> Buying somebody like uh, something for somebody behind you in the drive through Yeah. You know, actually, yesterday I was off to the grocery store after work. And I was hungry. So I'm going to throw, go into the Wendy's drive-thru. I'm going to get myself something. And I got a JBC mm-hmm. and a spicy chicken wrap. Great. I pull up to the window. I'd forgot my wallet at home. Uh. And so I just say, I say later, I was like, I forgot my wallet. I'm going to, I'm going to come back. And she goes, wait, it just hands me the bag huh. and says, no way. says, nobody goes hungry on my watch. No way. That's what she said. I said, oh my God, thank you. And then the I was, Wendy, was it the one on fourth Ave? Yeah, it was. was the one with, yeah. Like an older lady that works. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I know who she is. She's extremely nice. She was in, and then I said, oh, I'll, I'll come back. Like, I've got to go get my wallet anyways. She said, no. Yeah. Today it's on me. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, what? And then she disappeared. No. Yeah. But uh, incredibly, so shout out to her. Yeah. I thought that was incredibly there's kind. One, there's one lady there, and I've stopped by, you know, more than a few times. <laughs> I think she recognized me now. Yeah. Uh, Carl, who makes your top five all time faves in WWE? Top five? Yeah. Really quick. What do you got? Uh, Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels has got to be in there. Uh, CM Punk's got to be in there. Daniel Bryan's probably got to be in there. Mm. You, you haven't said Stone Cold or The Rock yet. No, I haven't. I was Ricky Steamboat. That was my fifth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Friend of mine works in a haunted building. What do you suggest she does to appease the ghost? Not screw around with a Ouija board in the attic? Have sex with it. To appease the ghost? Yes. Might irritate it. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my performance. <laughs> Great text here from Aldo in Toronto. Said perhaps the loony thief topped it off by clogging the toilet as an FU. Could you imagine? Outstanding. It's both of the issues, one person? Some MJF level heat. That would be truly yeah. incredible. Yeah. Are those uh, no-wipe poops a sign that magic is real? A no-wipe? Yeah. Not even a courtesy check? I am always wiping at least once. Yeah. And even more often than not, (laughs) I'm given a second wipe to be sure. There are times you know you've you've had a clean. Oh, yeah. And those are magic times. You still throw one back as a just-in-case. Always one. Always. And honestly, I'll quite often do a second just to be safe. You have trust issues. I Oh, ma- majorly. Yes. yes majorly. <laughs> majorly. This is why I would watch that movie, The Tender Bar. It was right up- You're recommending it to yeah, me. Yeah, Amazon it was, Prime? It, well, it had a lot of- it, I was watching it going, oh, that's me. Radio oh, themes, deadbeat oh, dad oh, themes. Oh, God, that is me. Yeah, yeah. lots of bits and pieces in there, apparently. Last one. Uh, aside from gravy or ketchup- the best non-traditional fry dip. Non-traditional. Mayo. You know what I've been doing a lot lately? Hmm? Hummus. Yeah. Hummus and fries? Sure. I don't know if that gets enough love. Queso? Queso? Yeah, queso hanging around. Ooh. I mean, think about uh, like Taco Bell does the uh, like Fry Supreme, right? Yeah. Queso on there. 
queso dip for your fries. So that's my answer. Yeah. It's cheese. It's melted cheese. Come on. Also, if your friend does have sex with the ghost, please have them call us. Also, if you have fries and queso, call us. <laughs> Nine, uh, 977-977. You can text the show. Audio slave now. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. You know, one of the questions came in during open mic said, what's the best non-traditional fry dip. So, you know, we take out ketchup and gravy, right? Those are easy answers. Take the immediates out, yeah. And one person said the Wendy's Frosty is the best non-traditional fry dip. Changed my mind. The Wendy's Chocolate Frosty is good. For a couple of fries. I'm not sitting there going through my whole side of fries. I could. I guess, like, I mean, I could. I don't. But I'm dipping one or two Mm. for that Saltiness, the chocolate balance. Very it's good. nice. It's very good. I don't put it at number one. No. But Not it's, number one. It's very good and a great suggestion into the uh, inbox here. Let me tell you why I wouldn't do number one. It says change my mind. Because I wouldn't do it every day. No, it's a treat. It's I, a one-off. Unlike you, I could do my whole pack of fries. But I'm when I think what's number one, it's what could I do every day. And that's why I go hummus. Yeah. I could do hummus and fries every day. I'm surprised you didn't go ranch. I like ranch. You're a side of ranch guy. When yeah. you go to restaurants and stuff. I love ranch with all sorts of things, but I don't dip my fries in ranch. A couple of people with some great drops here. Uh, curry fries curry, have come in a ton. Yeah, curry fries. What is great. that? It's just like, it's it, it's a curry, usually like a tomato-based curry like laid over top of fries. I thought, yeah, so it's just like if I made a butter chicken or something. Kind of like put that. that on fries? Yeah, yeah, similar to that, or like some people have called it like a curry worst, where it comes like little bits of hot dog, kind of a tomato-y uh, mm. based uh, you sauce. You know I like curry. I'm in on that. Yeah. Even though this one's a little more, the curry worst is a little ketchupy for you, uh, I, th- okay. I think, personally. Throw it. Just give me any curry on it. Yeah. Many people, though, saying it's mayo and it's not even close. Yeah, really, like hot, salty, crispy fries, and then a, a dip in mayo. Yeah, yeah, and it's something. Yeah. I thought you'd pick that as your number one. I wouldn't go honestly. as my number one just because I'm mostly like I've had to wean myself away from it. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. Didn't you say that it, when you traveled Europe, it's a huge yeah, every thing. bar you went to, really? every bar you went to, it was like, yeah, give me a giant beer and then a side of like fries and mayo, yeah, and it's just. Excellent. Really? Eh? It is. If you think about like, you've been to McDonald's, you get your your hot side of fries and you, you have your McChicken sauce and you do mm. a little dip in there. Mm. You ever do that? You extra side of McChicken sauce and dip your yeah, fries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. It's that, but better. And at every bar you go to. Really? It's, it's the best, <laughs> the best salty snack you could imagine. And you just end up pumping back the beers oh, and you knock over somebody's table in Paris and they get up. <laughs> How about this? A couple more here. We are going to move along. Cheese Whiz. Says somebody. I mean, I guess you're going down the, the kind of the, the poor man's queso train. There. I got to be honest. I don't remember the last time I had cheese whiz. No, certainly. It's I not can't. in the house. No, I don't have any in the house. When is the last time? God, I, I couldn't pinpoint it. Could you pinpoint the last time you've had cheese whiz? I could not. And I'm not slagging it. Like, if no, you want to have it, go for it. Yeah, but- it's great. I just do not remember the last time I, I spread it on toast or I was gonna say, celery or I, I don't a, know. I had a buddy of mine whose uh, who's older sister, her hangover cure was two pieces of toast with cheese whiz spread. Wow, eh? Yeah, that was her go-to. Wow. Yeah. Toast me, and cheese whiz and a bottle of Gatorade. Yeah, I was going to say, give me a bottle yeah. of Powerade yeah, and a you. giant breakfast. Yeah. That's, see you later, Nikki. Take care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Swiss chalet sauce is another person. Yeah. Just yeah, put, for, put me for in the, the- For the folks who like it, it is it is certainly it's certainly I'm, a thing. I don't, I'm, I, and much like I'm saying, I'm not slagging the Swiss chalet, but 
Count me in the group that's not a chalet sauce guy. Count me in the group that went home smelling of it too many nights. Yeah, you worked the, there, yeah. The yeah. Yeah, I worked yeah, for yeah. three years in a Swiss chalet, and it just is a certain something that le- leaves a mark on the soul. I just, uh, <laughs> yeah, could not. Could not All right, well, I'm very hungry, and we should yeah. move along from this because yeah. I'm. We're going to yeah. end up ordering fries. Honestly, yes. We have a photo shoot we're trying to stay trim for later today. <laughs> I do, in, in less than 10 minutes, I do want to talk about this story. You and I have been kind of discussing it off air, and I yeah. want to grab some more details before we dive into it. But a man got a pig heart yesterday. They're giving it a shot. We'll discuss shortly. Silver and Brown Show 977 hits FM uh, 708. And Carl, you and I are just reading some articles off air here. Jaws hitting the floor. and This one's pretty incredible, man. I, it's, I, I did see this late last night, but I, I've been reading more about it this morning. And it... It truly could be a game changer if it holds up. So there is a, a U.S. doctor, uh, Pakistan-born, now lives in the U.S., yep. who just successfully, first time, has transplanted a genetically altered pig's heart into a human patient. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm looking at the article here from uh, from CTV. It's a medical first. Doctors have transplanted a pig heart into a patient as a last-ditch effort to save his life in a Maryland hospital. Uh, too soon to know if the operation will yeah. sustain, but marking a step in a decades-long quest to Ooh. one day use animal organs for life-saving transplants. A University of Maryland Medical Center uh, says the transplant showed a heart from a genetically modified animal can function in the human body without immediate rejection and immediate rejection is the uh, underline there uh, the patient's name's david bennett he's 57 years old a maryland handyman uh, they basically said to him you're gonna there, there's no heart transplant ready for you and you're cooked in a couple of weeks or we can try this and he said okay give it a go yeah and, why not and so far so good now obviously it could change at any moment but Absolutely. he woke up. I believe they're three days out from surgery at this mm, point. This yeah. Today might be day four. Uh, it said on Monday, Bennett was breathing on his own while still connected to a heart and lung machine to help his new heart. Next few weeks will be critical. A uh, huge shortage of human organs. Uh, there were just over 3,800 heart transplants in the U.S. last year. And they're saying, yeah, if this does work, um, there will be an endless supply for patients who are suffering. Prior transplants have not worked, but the difference this time, and, and this is this is where the science comes in. It's not quite Carl Brown, the science guy. Mm. Uh, the Maryland surgeons used a heart from a pig that had undergone gene editing to remove a sugar in its cells that's responsible for the hyperfast organ rejection typically seen in humans. Uh, several companies developing uh, organs, a uh, pig organ specifically for human transplant. The one used for Friday's operation. Uh, came from a company called uh, Revicor, Revivacor. You know what? To me, so where I immediately went mm-hmm. is, and uh, obviously, it's impossible to put yourself in this guy's shoes because yeah. the guy—they've said you're weeks away from de- death. Yeah, right. We could try this, or we could try nothing. And that was his options. But I just uh, trying to put myself in that—that that, you know, his shoes—and <laughs> just think about. I've had two surgeries in the last, you know, two years, yeah. and twice both I've been put under. But both times I've been put under. And no one uh, said they're going to put a pig's ankle well, in. I, well, I was going to say, right? I've known that I'm coming back, right? Barring, sure. barring a disaster. Yeah. I'm coming back. Yeah. 
This guy. They sat down and had the conversation. And, and literally has to be like, we're going to put. conversation. You, you know, I'm yeah. going under and hopefully I'm coming back with a big heart. It's like sliding the two envelopes <laughs> towards you. That's what I mean. Like, can you just even fathom that thought of. No. It's insane. But when you get to the desperation point. Of course you're going to do it. And the 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 one thing they do have is the uh the valves, like the the valves of the pig's heart yeah. are very similar to a human heart and they've been able to use the valves successfully um in surgeries. So that's why they've kind of gone down this route specifically towards that animal is the valves have proved very successful. Man, could you stay optimistic enough before you go under? I'm a very optimistic guy. <laughs> I, again, I, when when the options but, are presented ooh. to you, right? They, that's it. Of Those, course, these are these are you have two options. Yeah, you can you know make sure your will's tidied up and 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 say your fairly wells, or we could try the pig heart. Yeah, no, I I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know if I could stay optimistic enough. Like. At that point, you maybe there's a curiosity. Oh, I think that for sure it is. Yo, really? That's for sure. It is. I mean, the guy knows, right? The guy knows that this is this is it. So, give her man, give I, her a shot. I hope it works. Obviously, it's a watershed moment if it does. Yeah, it's one of those like market on the calendar moments if it totally. does. If this guy's walking around doing his handyman work a year from now in Baltimore somewhere. That's incredible. Yeah. And you're opening a whole new world of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I want to know, like, can it hold up? You know, like, like you're watching the college football playoff game, right? <laughs> and you're a Georgia fan and like, you yeah. know, or is it one of those things like you can't it hold up to the strenuous nature of, yeah. Right? What about, what about in the bedroom? Yeah. Right. I like, I'm legitimately curious. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people like, who are really hey, curious. To only see they that. on top yeah. and you don't do much moving at all. But I mean, what's the point? If you're going to have to just be on bed rest, what's the point, right? Oh, so for you, sure. You, you I have, agree. There has to be some, some hope or some you prognostication leave- that you're going to return to maybe 60% of, yeah. of what you, of what you did. You're not going to sure. run marathons, but you can walk them all. Or can you? I don't know. Man. Find out. What if he comes back better? Okay. Here's what we do. We're giving Jonathan a big heart. All right? John. You take the loonies? Huh? <laughs> We're, putting you, We're putting it in you. Sammy Roberts, 97.7 Hits FM. Okay, a couple of things here. Number one, text message says, fun fact, they also use cow for valve transplantation. Source, I have one. These valves are handy. Very handy. We got cow valve listeners. Got one. Shout out to you. Yeah, you're the only one we know of so far. So Shout out to the medical community. You know what? This is a great question, too. It came in a few times. Will the guy eat bacon going Ooh, forward? Oh, interesting. As a form of tribute? Or is it best not to consume the is, fattiest meats in the world well, while yeah, true. also sporting Newhart? Okay, but is there anything to, like, you have pig in you, uh-huh. should you not cannibalize the pig now. I think it's mostly a mental thing. Yeah. I don't think it would be a dietary thing other yeah. than, you know, stop eating bacon. We just yeah. gave you a new heart. Yeah. I think it would, there's like probably some dietary restrictions yeah. to it. Okay, that's fair. Can you imagine the regimen of anti-rejection medication this guy was going to have to take? Probably insane. My mom's had a kidney transplant yeah. about 15, 16 years ago at this yeah. point. Um, and the anti-rejection meds she still takes today, like 16 years later. Whew. It is a it is really? insane. Yeah, it's a ton. Would you be telling everybody? Like, let's say he survives, gets going to have a healthy, happy life. Would you say you have to reveal on a date? 
<laughs> Would you? Well, he's, he's almost 60. He's about 57, yeah. I think. So yeah. it's like... Yeah, we're like, we're at the dinner table. Yeah. Oh, yeah so uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I've got a, a two kids, divorced. Oh, okay. Uh, own my own home. I'm a handyman. I run my own business. Oh, nice, nice. And I have a pig heart. Sorry, what... Did, pig heart? <laughs> Sorry, did, did you just say you have heart. a pig heart? That's right. Like, as in the pigs. Did you mean to say big heart? Yeah, no, you, I, you, I, I said what I wanted to say. Am I allowed to order the ham? <laughs> Will you be offended? <laughs> Will you be offended if I order the ham? The big ham Bobcat has entered the chat. Yeah, big <laughs> ram. Those are coming. Is that going to be an issue? Yeah, yes or no? <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, look, all the power to him. I think the incredible work from the doctor and doctors involved. Oh, it's and, and it, that is on the very cutting edge of modern medicine, man. It's pretty cool stuff. I truly hope it all works out for him. I would love to see a story in 3 months that this dude is doing his handyman business, yeah. doing his rock and roll oh, duties. That's <laughs> Where did, where did this happen? Somewhere in the US? It's He's in, never heard of Kim Mitchell ever. It's in Maryland. Life. Yeah. Well, you will now. <laughs> never. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. Uh we got to get to today's machine, today's batch of messages. We'll do that in less than 10 minutes. Nine oh five, six eight two, nine seven nine seven. You call that machine anytime. It's brought to you by OMG Cleaning Services, residential, commercial, or other. Anthony and his team at OMG will get the job done. Check them out on Facebook or Instagram, or find them at omgcleaningservices.com. All right, let's start with a rant today. Quick question for you, boys. Uh, I just don't get it because I run into this every day. I'm type of stuff happens all the time. But these e-bikes, man. I got no problem with people on e-bikes, but when you're driving your e-bike down the middle of the road and there's about 10 cars behind you and you're going 25 kilometers an hour, you know, throw it through your head some decency and just get off the road for a little bit and let some cars pass. You know what I mean? Honestly, like what's, like what's, what's everybody else to take on this? Am I being harsh here or am I just like, is there a group of people that think the same thing but don't want to say it like me? You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, look. I'm not being harsh. Bikes are allowed on the road, mm-hmm. right? They're supposed to be like cars, supposed to signal and all uh-huh. this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's just a common car. The e bikes, I know what he's talking about. Sometimes they, especially in like the residential streets, it could be a bit narrow around uh, around our area and around lots of spots in Ontario. They take up some space, and you just kind of got to be, it's kind of got to be patient. It's a pain in the ass a little bit, yeah. but at the same time, you know, folks got to get around. Folks have to go places. I think the rant's fine. I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, live with it. Go ahead. Get off your chest, man. That's what the machine's for. Okay, let's play this before the next one. So very high. And I just realized what you call a herd of cows that are masturbating. Beep, stroganoff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. Oof. All right, we got another one. What do you call a duck that steals? A robber ducky? <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> Made the other one better, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got this one. Hey, Celine. Adam and Joey, 309. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, this will be the first of the year that we've had uh, Clip It on the Machine. Right. So we've we've had some messages about clippets, but uh, it did become one. kind of the home of the timestamps there mm-hmm. for a little bit, and we can do that again for 2022, of course. I did find a couple of clips from Adam, Adam and Joey's show yesterday. So uh, this is the first one. All right, I imagine most of them, when the right lighting, all look sexual. So 
Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, okay. And then this was the one that I think she was talking about. Get yeah. out the uh, get out the drill. We'll get you nice and loose. Oh. <laughs> you, uh, Adam, that was his first show back uh, after being sick the week. Yeah, he prior, was sick right? the week previous. Yep. You can hear he's got that sexy, a little sick bit. Voice, yeah, right? it's still oh, hanging around. Yeah. As they, yeah, they were, they weren't. Somebody said yesterday, oh, they were in studio. They weren't in studio yesterday. No, no. Oh, okay. No, yeah, because I heard them talking about the shed quarters. Oh, and Joey was in there because yeah, they were both sick last week. I think so. They were, they were both out. Ash yeah. was doing the afternoons. John was in filling right at first spot. Yeah, but I think they're. I think that's maybe what they're doing this week. Is yeah, back to the shed and back to the the home <laughs> broadcast for how long? Who knows? Probably this week. We talked yesterday. I, I believe it came in during. Open mic. Somebody said, you're stuck in a room with a cockroach, a spider, and a mosquito. What do you kill first? Yeah, that was the 9 o'clock open mic. I, I, I went said, mosquito. You said mosquito. I said cockroach. And then I was also, I had heard that if you step on a cockroach, you can spread eggs. But our exter- the Soper and Brown exterminator. Our friendly exterminator That's pal. Right. He's calling in with some updates. Gentlemen, friendly neighborhood exterminator here. Just calling to comment on your... Kill the cockroach, the mosquito, or the spider first. I would have to go with Carl on this one. Cockroach is the better one because if it gets away, Lord knows where it's going to end up Mm. and how many you're going to get after that. As for the egg stuck in the bottom of a shoe, I speak from experience as I've stepped on many cockroaches. The chances of that happening are less than 1% because the egg would end up having to get right in that crevice of your tread on the boot. And the chances of that happening are slim, and I don't even know 100% if it would stick. But, yeah, just wanted to call. Love ya. Hey, love, <laughs> love you too, man. Love you too, pal. Love you too. There there you go. Go. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of those. I had heard it somewhere. I don't remember where. Yeah. But maybe one of those, like, old wives' tales, right? <laughs> of, like, it could happen, but, sure. like, the possibility yeah. is low, low, low. It's good to know that my killing instincts were pointed in the right direction. I guess so, yeah. You got to pick one of these. I, and maybe it's because I've just, I've never even seen a cockroach. So if maybe, you see it, I guarantee your first reaction will be to want to step on it. Really? Yes, you want to be rid of it. Ooh. Mm. Do they procreate really quickly? I've never studied it, but yeah. I I would assume that yes, if you don't if you don't get rid of it, it's going to find a spot. Yeah, you know, like, t- like tougher shelling. They're hard to kill. There's a reason they say he's tougher than you. Know, harder to kill than a cockroach. Yeah, they're tough to kill if you have a lot of them. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. God, I feel gross. Yeah, I know. All right, let's talk about underwear. G'day, g'day. I heard that fella call about the socks underwear there yesterday. I think. Oh man, what a good thing they are. I love them. They're the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> the only thing I hate about them, after I go to the bathroom, just number one, you have to rearrange them. You have to get your package back uh, back in the pouch. Other than that, good to go. That guy called from the set of Letterkenny? <laughs> <laughs> Close. That is that yeah. is the Ontario man. Some slight rearrangement, yes. When you uh, yeah, you do when you get reset but there. When you get it in there and it yeah. holds it nice, right? Mm, just a nice warm hug. Mm. Hug me. <laughs> Hold him. Hold me. Uh, okay, we're gonna finish with a text to landline. I bet Matt can do a good impression of the radio guy, Broadway Bill. Now, so again, referring back yeah. to open mic yesterday, I believe it was the nine o'clock spot, and somebody asked. Um, uh, if you could interview somebody 
uh, you know, dead or alive, who would you want to sit down with? And we talked about, I, I, was, I would love to sit down with people who have been very successful in this particular industry. Uh-huh. And especially, I, I mentioned this guy, his name's Broadway Billy. He's been a broadcaster in New York for forever and a day. He might be retired now. I don't know, yeah. But this dude, he, he, does, he does this, he does what we do but does it in such a different way that it's almost hard to comprehend. It's the old school kind of, you know, big booming voice radio, yeah, cliches. The, yeah, cliches. Talking over top of music. He's got this kind of like rap and he, he does something we call in radio hitting the post. Yeah. Which is where you stop your talking right at the spot where the lyrics kick in. You got an example yeah, of it there? Here, yeah, take a listen yeah, to this. Crank this up for a sec. Yeah. This is a rockin' 70s weekend on CBS FM. Broadway, knowing you've had another lousy work week. You look at the news, you're just about freak. You got this bead of sweat dripping down your cheek because you're driving around with a bad AC. You know what you need? You need cooling. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to see the guy in studio, yeah. too. He's got... He's, the, uh, the arms are going. Yeah, he's, he's, uh... he's got the board and he's firing. He's, like, he's completely, completely in the zone. There's nothing going on. In that dude's world, but but that focus in front of him, and it's just incredible. He yeah. does what we do, but does it in a way that could not be more different than what you and I do. So that person there says, I, "Now I am a high energy guy. I don't think I can do it as well, but I could give it a try. You can give it a try. I don't know if you got the rap, like Broadway oh yeah, like. I don't. I no look. I'm not saying I'm gonna be better than him." But if the person wants me to give it a go, I could try to write something up. Go ahead and uh, wrap us into the headstones here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing you got to give what? me a second to write something. <laughs> you on. think he's just doing it off the top of his head? Top of his head. There's no way he's doing it off the top of his head. <laughs> give me a second to look at it. Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show on Southern Ontario's Best Rock. 97.7 Hits FM. Great text here from the inbox. Is every time you guys play Boilermaker, my speakers die a little because of how loud I crank it. Oh, that's not, it's a great song, man. You know, when we talk, people ask us all the time, yeah, you guys work in radio, are there songs that you just can't stand and stuff? We talk, the, the, the rarity, the real rarity is the stuff that gets added at work that makes it onto your own Spotify playlist totally. at home, right? Totally. That's one of them yeah, right now, for a sure. Great one. The question came in yesterday, uh, 9 o'clock open mic. Somebody was asking us, who would you want to sit down and interview? You had 20 minutes of their time. You get to sit down and have an interview with somebody. You know, Who are some of the worst? Who are some of the best? Who are some of the people you haven't talked to yet? And we gave some examples, and we were talking about the radio industry specifically. Because I'm always interested in people who are successful in this industry. Like us. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the names I brought up was this dude. He's been working in New York. He's, he's a legend there. I think he's been working in radio for like, for like 30 Long plus, 40 time. years. His name's Broadway Bill Lee. And he just, like I said, he does what we do, but in a totally. Just old school radio, right? The, the way his like his rap and his pacing. And he was, he's kind of Rhyming. Like, yeah, he's kind of like, he's a, he's, I don't think he even has a Wikipedia. He hasn't tweeted since 2018. Yeah. He follows no one on Twitter. So he's probably you know, a legend in his own market kind of thing. But his delivery is insane. His energy is insane. And it's so different from from how radio is typically done. Yeah. This is one, another one of the examples. Give me the horns. It's Broadway Bill Lee, a little too blessed to be stressed, working at CBS, broadcasting right. from New York, living in America, and popping the cart. Got some vintage James Brown. Yeah, the originated, not the imitated, getting down. Now, walk, oh, walk, walk, walk. You're going to be exhausted when he gets home, <laughs> eh? Oh. 
saying he's gonna have a, you know, he's gonna have the ability to do that stuff on the top of his head. I think this guy is probably prepped to the second. Oh, everything. Yeah, because what, what we do, I mean, this is free form jazz. What that guy does is absolutely pinpointed. Oh, guaranteed. Reading the music, you know what I mean? Guaranteed. Because yeah, the one text that oh he does it all. No, no way. Does. I don't want to. I don't want to pull down the curtain. <laughs> but like, absolutely no way. Yeah, and uh, this no way. Yeah, this is a um, another one. This is him introing Jet. Jet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, okay, here we go. Yeah, it's Broadway Billy running those jaws, not necessarily for a righteous cause or even your applause. Just thinking about being down under in the land of Oz. Well, right about now, it's turning from spring to sweet summertime, where a young man's mind turns to thoughts of the birds and the bees. And well, I'll have some rock and roll, please. <laughs> and these boys from Melbourne sure learn how to pop that nookie. And for Jet, the question is still looking. Are you going to be my girl? One, two, three, take my hand and come with me. Like, you have just, to see the video, too. Oh, He's playing yeah. air guitar. Oh, He's like, dude's, dude's ripping in the studio. Oh, my just incredible. God. He's a guy you wouldn't dare. We always say, like, if anybody wants to come see us during the like, if the door opened right now and Tim walked in, we just bring Tim on air and talk oh, to him. Oh, yeah. I bet when he's on air, you don't even walk past the studio window. He's no. probably one of those guys who <laughs> works in a pure isolation bubble. You know what I mean? It's, Completely different. We were watching one of his clips, and he's, uh, or maybe he was or is, but he was a smoker, and I guess they, it was a newly smoke-free building. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like, so, it was, it's like an air check from the 90s, and he's yeah. sitting there eating juve juice. He's got a four-hour on-air yeah. shift, and he can't smoke. He says, the 90s are going to kill my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, one of the, on the machine, someone said, oh, I bet you Soper could do a Broadway. Okay, you've, I, got, you've got the energy. Yeah. You've got the energy. I can't do but. what he does. That's nuts. I mean, I could try. You can hit a post for us. I could try it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm ever gonna do anything like what he does. Yeah. But all right, let's see. Uh, okay, we got BC Boys. What do you uh, got? I you thought got a, you got a 20 second intro here. Yeah, I th- I said I was like oh, I gotta write something. I I have nothing because I was like trying to think. I was like I don't even know what you would do yeah. here. But uh, okay, what is this? This is BC Boys. Yeah. Oh, okay, hold on. They oh they talk in the middle of the intro on this one too. They give it kick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, hold on here. Hold yeah. on here. Okay. Carl, we got the kids. Home, it's home for school right now. All they want to do, get back to that school. And let me tell you, Dougie Ford, he said next week, they're going back. The kids are going back. But you know what I want to do? I want them to go to the school of rock. The school of rock, the White House of Rock. Carl Brown, Matt Silver, hits FM. <laughs> It's incredibly hard. <laughs> Bring your 11977 hits FM. My God, doing the Broadway Bill Lee thing is so hard, dude. You look at it and you see, you know, a 20 second intro and you think, oh, 20 seconds. I'll rip that. through that quickly. And then you realize how long 20 seconds actually is. Oh, my God. I yeah. ran out of things to talk about. I yeah. didn't even know what to do. That's why I think for sure he is prepped to the second. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He has it all laid drilled, out ready drilled to Drilled in, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I have. I mean, I'm even more impressed by him after trying it. That was so hard. It was terrible. Yeah, that's why it's interesting to me. There's a lot of ways to do this job. You and I have a style that we, yeah, that we throw out there, yeah. and that I think people dig. But there's a lot of ways to do what we do for a living and be successful at it. That's why it's kind of a an interesting thing. And if I did have a chance to sit down with somebody and pick their brain, that would be one of the guys. Okay, I would love 16 to. seconds. You ready for this one? <laughs> Let's try this one. Get like Soper and Brown back yeah. from vacation, Carl. 
Not just back, but better than ever. Back better than ever. I drank 16 beers. What did you do? We're not just boys. We're men. I had my government regulated, too, and I went to bed with my wife. All of Ontario. They're all singing it right now. <laughs> it's hard. It's really difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's him, just, a, just an interesting, uh, interesting dude, and uh, and he's been work. He's he started in radio seventy two, nineteen seventy two. Yeah, in fifty years, he's still going, still insane. hosts a drive show three to seven Monday to Friday. That's insane. Okay, Anyways. hold on, hold on, one more. Yeah. Okay, somebody said they want you to try it all by yourself. <laughs> you got eleven seconds. You got something? Yeah, sure, I, I'll go. I'll, I'll play the song, and on the other side, I'm, we're, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about the end days of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But you got 11 seconds. Ready? I'll give it a shot. Okay, here we go. That creeping sensation in the back of your mind. Is it just you? Is it everybody? Are you feeling a little paranoid? Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. It's so hard, right? It's insanely hard. <laughs> insanely hard, man. You needed um, you needed to do more cocaine before you did it. Ah, uh, that's the key. Yeah. That's you the hit key. the post, yeah. but there wasn't enough cocaine. Well, like, it's a different song. It was Black Sabbath. Oh, I guess Black Sabbath is pretty cocaine heavy, actually. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Just need the energy way up here. That's what you need. I have to go a different direction. I can't match that. So yeah. I have to go, I have to go into the wordplay or do something different. I have to set a whole different tone. Yeah. I can't I be guess that. so. I can't eh? be that. Guy. Can't be you. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, look. I was uh, reading a survey here, mm-hmm. and Tuesday is uh, your Always least. my least favorite day of the week. Most hated day. Yeah. And the Terrible survey day. was done by adamandeve.com. Mm. They wanted to find the sexiest day of the week. The sexiest day. The sexiest and the least sexiest day of the week. Now, is this in terms of like uh, like the study done on activity uh, when couples like kind of pick their night? It's about sex, Carl. Yeah. The night of the week where sex most often happens. Where most often happens. Okay. Okay. And I was curious if you could. I think figure it out. I'll just wash the nude men. I think at the very top of the list would be Friday night. Friday night's number one. Friday's one? No, no. I, that's, I, I'm, oh, for I'm, me, for I'm me, recapping. Yeah, for me personally, Friday okay. would be one. Okay. Yeah. Friday one, Saturday two. Beverly! I'm going Thursday three. Sunday four. Yeah, let them eat there. I'm going Monday five. Wednesday 6 and Tuesday 7. I knew you were going Tuesday 7. Tuesday has to be 7. Yeah. Who could be who could have sex on a day like today? Tarps off. Although at minus 14 this is my weather. You got to get warm. If you will. You got to get warm. This is I'm when I begging you to come inside. Okay. So I said Friday was 1. Do you, Fr- do you want to start at the bottom of the list or do you want to start at the top of the list? The do you night. Go, do you want a bottom or top today? Let's go top. Okay. The day of the week, most likely to have sex, Saturday. Saturday, really? Saturday is the sexiest day of the week. And I had Friday at one. I had Saturday at two. Yeah. So flip them. Number two is Friday. Gotcha. Yeah. Which, yeah, makes yeah. sense, right? Friday night's the night. Like, you know, it's the release from the work week. Yep. You know, But Saturday, of course, you do have, if you're not working, the whole day. The opportunity for a nooner on a Saturday, probably a little higher than a yep. Friday. 
Number three, I don't know why I was a little bit more surprised at this Sunday. Sunday? What again, did I, say? I said Thursday, right? Uh, yeah. I think I said Thursday and then Sunday. Yeah. Once again, flip. Flip it. So Thursday or Sunday was number three. Yeah. Number four, Monday. Monday at four. So it's the midweek doldrums, eh? Number Tuesday through Thursday is just no doing. Number five? Yeah. Tuesday. Unbelievable. I can't believe more people have sex on a Tuesday than a Thursday. And the least sexiest day of the week. Wednesday. Really? The day of the week that we have named after the act. They call it hump day. Apparently. And the least amount of sex happens. You've already had at that point. If you're working a you know traditional Monday to Friday schedule, uh, three days, three days of work. Sure, you're feeling tired already. Mm. You still got two more days to go. It's the sound you make when you figure that out <laughs> every week. <laughs> Is it just suck? It just sucks the wind right out of you on a on a Wednesday. I was stunned you're to see. Flying. I'm I'm very surprised. It's the day of the. It's, this is like you know, it's hump day. To me, like Tuesday is always where I feel the farthest away from yep. my from days off, right? Because Monday you come back rested. I'm excited. Maybe we did something over the weekend. Maybe we've got you some anecdotes. My some anecdotes to share on the show. Whatever it may be, you come at it with something. Maybe we've got a new contest to launch. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is that last piece of bread in the bag that sits there on the counter <laughs> until you start to see blue spots. You know what I mean? Wednesday is a little better because at least you get dynamite. Thursday, you maybe got some Thursday night football. Maybe it's a long weekend. Well, and you're like, Once in a while, you're close. Yeah, you're looking at it, right? Thursday you know, nights are great because you go, I got one more day. Left. You know, if you have a late one on Thursday, it's okay. It's just going to be tired for Friday, but yeah, should whatever. be out of there at a reasonable hour. Yeah, Friday, soaking up sure that vitamin D. Sunday, I don't know. Sunday is such a lazy day. That's. I was surprised Sunday was as high. Yeah. Saturday I, I get. Friday one. I get. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Sunday. You're right. Typically, it's the laziest of the week of uh, of, of the entire week. You see the text box here. If anybody has any uh, anybody has any reference point here. Somebody here said last night. <laughs> Somebody says they passed me in the Antipastos parking lot yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah. I got a story about that. And yes, you did pass me in the anti-pastels parking lot yesterday. <laughs> Actually, I I got something I want I want to talk about that in a minute. Oh yeah? I do, yeah. Yeah. I got, yeah. Well, look, Carl, today is the fifth would you, I guess you know, let's say it's the fifth sexiest day of the week. Yeah. Maybe it's time to turn your week around. Is it time? I'm just saying. <laughs> today is Maybe the it's day finally time. On a Tuesday. Sex on a Tuesday. Who has time for it? <laughs> Not Broadway Billy, I'll tell you. Got a show prep to do. <laughs> I'm too busy spinning records. Yeah. Well, enough pumping everybody else's tires. Uh, by the way, uh, text messages uh, coming in about the, mm-hmm. the popular days of the week for uh, for loving. Somebody said Toonie Tuesday. <laughs> That's why Tuesday's number five. Now, little chicken, little snacks. When I was in the restaurant industry, for a lot of us, Tuesday was Friday. You know, oh, really? Work week would go Friday through Tuesday for okay. a lot, of, lot of people. Okay. So yeah, there was there was some some wild Tuesday nights for sure. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. And not everybody works the same schedule, right? So that and that will increase for some random days of the week. It's, I, it's, I still am surprised Wednesday was last the, on the list. Dead bottom. Is it because people go? Well, it's called Hump Day, but like we're not gonna actually like. It's just the middle of the week. Yeah. It's just the grind, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's like it's the middle of the week, so that's why they call it the hump. But like I still figured that there's no way it would come in last. Yeah, no, I say I would have put Tuesday last for yeah. sure by a mile. 
You've always had it out for Tuesday, though. Ever since I heard Tuesday is gone? <laughs> That's what it was? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. All right. Well, hey, you can text the show, 977-977. And we did get a text a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Somebody saying, Carl Brown, saw you at Antipastos in yes. St. Catharines he did yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, you did. Saw your bald head <laughs> shining. Yeah, he said, hard to tell going by a mask and a bald head. Well, it wasn't that hard to tell because you spotted me. It's <laughs> absolutely me coming out of Antipastos. So, I, and I actually, I mentioned this to you. I wanted to talk about this today. Texter, yeah. you're doing me a favor by making the transition smooth for me. We, uh, we finished the show uh, headed home. Chelsea and I had a little bit of running around to do. We had a grocery pickup to do. Uh, we made a stop at the Costco Business Center in St. Catharines. And I hadn't had lunch at this point. And Chelsea mentions, I wanted to go to Antipasto. She wanted, there was something specific she wanted to pick up there. And you're we, hungry. We love this place. Yeah. Like this place, the grocery stock's incredible. The deli and stuff's good. But their like, hot food counter, yeah. pal, there's just, there's me. And then there's four other dudes who look exactly like me in high visibility best <laughs> waiting for these sandwiches. Just you know what I mean? Big dudes want lunch. Just a big dude, big lunch. Like you talk about like value, price, quality, all intermingling into the right spot. And you guys are all standing there just <laughs> You guys are all t- <laughs> I can almost I, I thought somebody recognized me when I was standing there. I saw the look in somebody's eyes and I thought he probably knows who I am. <laughs> you uh, guys are all doing the same thing, waiting for a nice wait, hot lunch. Yeah, yeah, waiting for there. And so, at, what do they the have? Counter. Like, uh, just it, it, there's a whole menu of stuff there. I, I'm going to drag you there one day. Yeah, so I've, sure. been, I've been hyping it to you for too long. I'm just going to drag you along. It is, uh, it's, it's a great spot for lunch. But the killer thing is, when you, when you make your order, and they, they're making your sandwich kind of fresh to go. Yeah. Right. You got to stand and wait there, and mm. the area that you stand and wait in features. Some of the finest selection of chips, oh, random snacks, uh. a whole beverage fridge, and buddy, there is a dessert case that you are forced to stare at. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh. <laughs> Holy hell! Oh my goodness! Man. That was you. I didn't stand a chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sitting there holding like the couple items that we went there for. Chelsea went back for a, th- a thing of pasta or whatever. And I'm standing there waiting for the sandwich to be made. And you either got to look at your feet, look at the floor, look at your phone. Because if you keep your sensories up and looking around, you're, you're a lost cause. Really? You're absolutely lost They put cause. you there on purpose. Absolutely. I'm looking behind me at these pretzel chips thinking, I don't know if I can do that. And I look in the fridge. I haven't seen that flavor of Barks before. I'm looking over at the dessert case. I feel like they're delaying my sandwich by an extra two minutes. Just waiting, going, you watch him. He's going to crack. Oh. <laughs> he's getting fatter just standing there. Look at him. <laughs> somebody, look at him go. Somebody is about to be like, uh, I've got, and they quickly yeah, put the hand up. No, no, wait. Watch. Watch. He's taking, he, look, oh, here he goes. It's like waiting for your dog to pee, huh? He's sniffing. He's sniffing. <laughs> there he goes. He found a spot. And finally, the arms are folded in front of the dessert case, and you know you're off the rails. You're reaching. It's over at this point. You're reaching. They leave you there, vulnerable and hungry. <laughs> a bunch of other big boys just like me. And you just can't help yourself. They know. I guarantee. If, if, I, if you and I worked back there, we'd, we'd have we'd have some loose change on the counter making bets. Going, I bet if I can hold off that guy's, you know, chicken club on focaccia for two more minutes, he buys a dessert. Yeah. 
I'd put money on. Yeah, it. all right. I'll put a toonie down <laughs> yeah, on that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. And then all of a sudden he goes, you know, can I add a piece yeah, of cheesecake? Just stand there with your hand raised, waiting yeah. for somebody to come <laughs> over in the sad realization that you're getting a dessert too. Oh man, there's just nothing you can do about it. I'm gonna drag you there. Yeah, I'm uh, in. Sometime either this week, next week, I gotta pull you by there and check it out. It's uh, it's something to behold. Local gem. What'd you get for a sandwich? Oh, chicken club the length of my forearm. It was just oh. incredible. It's a big-ass <laughs> forearm, too, let no. me tell you. Oh, it was so good. Holy. Three Days Grace, 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown show. Man, Soper and Brown bump has now officially been given antipastas. Yeah. They do a little bit of work with the station, so we're happy to to, to mm. plug them and pump their tires because they are, yeah, there's something. It's one of our favorite spots to... One of the few grocery stores that Chelsea can get me actually like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go there. <laughs> Connor just called up and said the Godfather sub is something we have to try. Yeah, yeah. I've I, had it once before. Yeah, it's excellent. Did. Yeah, their chicken parm sub's really good. Um, their roasted potatoes, like the side of roasted potatoes, oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah, and the dessert case is just. That's somebody, yeah. another text. The real question was, well, what dessert did you succumb <laughs> to buy? We, we luckily got out of there with just a couple of mini cheesecakes. <laughs> yeah, luckily. But it could have been, been worse. <laughs> and this. The thing I'll say about sandwiches, I would say pretty much every sandwich for the most part is consumable. Oh, yeah. Right? But when you get a good sandwich, these are good. It's next level. That's what I mean, right? Yeah, these are good. Sandwiches are much like pizza. I'll I'll eat just about any of them, but when you get one that's a game changer, Mm -hmm. I know. I know. There's few things better in this world than a good sandwich. And you go, oh, yeah. When you really hit it, when you really, really hit it. There's few things better. It was yesterday's, like the three grocery stores, and we sat down. Everything got put away. I sat down with that sandwich and thought about nothing for at least twelve minutes, <laughs> and I went to bed. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh, I'm telling you. Brief, brief window of peace in my mind. That was it. It was me and that chicken club. <laughs> you are a chicken club guy. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. if you've got a good chicken club, let Carl know. And they got the nice, like, breaded chicken breast, too, because they use them for the mm. chicken parm. Mm. They, they were talking to me. I walked by the case. They were talking to me yesterday. <laughs> Carl! Yeah. <laughs> Put me in you. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we got everyone real hungry, we did the fry chat oh, earlier. Yeah, now yeah. sandwiches. I'm over it. This morning, I brought I carrots know. and snap Yeah, peas. you just pulled out a bag of carrots and peas, and I've just never seen anything more unappealing right I now. I feel so <laughs> pathetic. Like, this is what I, I I'm trying to be healthy, right? Uh, and we were talking about fries and subs, and now I'm sad. Yeah. Now I'm angry. Is there any food left on the porch? I didn't look this morning. Oh, good point. Yeah, maybe there's some more pad thai out there. (laughs) Okay, we're going to take a break. In about 10 minutes, we've got another round of Carl versus the world. We've got some more family feud we're going to get after. We've got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw. Sit tight. Now. Now. It's time. time for Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. Carl takes on the world every day, 840. This week we're playing Family Feud. Actually on time today. I know. Right on the spot. Uh, You'll be battling on behalf of John in Toronto. John, I got you, buddy. John looking to win $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto 649 draw. Looking to take you down. Caller 6 is Angelo. Angelo, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Fantastic. You guys? Fantastic as well, brother. Right on. uh, You've seen Family Feud. You know how this works, I assume? Yep. Hey, man, we got a bunch of random questions, 100 people surveyed. And do you want to go first or second? 
let's go first. Going first. Good call. Good call. You'll each answer the same question. Whoever has the highest ranked answer gets a point, and first to three is going to win. Okay. Angelo, name something you do in front of a mirror. Name something you do in front of a mirror. Uh, comb your hair. Comb your hair. Carl? Uh, get dressed. Get dressed. Get dressed is number four on the list. Four. Comb your hair is number two. Uh, right two, two. What was one? Brush your teeth. Uh, you know what? I wasn't thinking of the bathroom mirror. No. I was thinking of the bedroom mirror. Ah, uh, yes. Hmm. All right. Point to Angelo. Uh, Carl, you'll answer first for this one. Name something people tend to fall out of. Tend to fall out of? Name something people tend to fall out of. 100 people surveyed. Love. Love. Angelo? Bed. The bed, he said? Bed is number three. Mm -hmm. Love, number two. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Number one chair? Number one is tree. What? Number one is tree. Do they survey eight-year-olds? I was curious if you guys would get this. Like, there's no way you'll get this. No way. Tree? Yeah. Now, hey, this is a good one. Speaking of kids. Yeah. Name something, and Angela, you'll go first for this one. Name something all kids hate. Name something all kids hate. Angelo? Oh, jeez. Time's ticking. Yep. What do you got? Uh, The boogeyman. The boogeyman. Okay. I'm going to say bedtime. Bedtime. Uh, bedtime is number four on the list. The boogeyman is not on the list. No. Ah. Where was vegetables in there? Number one. Was it one? Number one. I was, deba- was, I was debating. Vegetables was number one, Angelo. Oh, I, was I was debating saying like broccoli or bedtime. Those yeah. are the two things yeah. I had stuck there. So, Carl, you're up two to one. Get this right, and you'll go home a winner. I get to go Name, home. what's I? I get to go home? That's right. Oh. Name something hot. <laughs> the sun. The sun? Angelo? Uh, coffee. The sun is number five on the list. Five. It's very hot, though. Coffee is number two on what? the list. Right on. Get out of here. What's uh, <laughs> number one? Fire. Well, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And this this is great. It's two two going to the final. Angelo, you yep. will answer first. Another simple one. One hundred one hundred people surveyed, and they were asked, "What's your favorite drink?" Angelo, uh, like an alcoholic drink. The question is. What's your favorite drink? 100 people surveyed. What's your answer? Uh, beer. Beer. Carl? Uh, I'll say soda. Soda? Yeah. Is number five on the list. Five. Beer is number four oh. on the list, which means Angelo! <laughs> it's a bit of a sad round. But you're going to go home the winner, buddy. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Number one on the list. Mm -hmm. Do you have another guess, Carl? Water? It is water. It was number one? Number one was water. That's nobody's favorite. That's that's the worst answer ever, right? I mean, okay, so water, so we're going element here. You get water, but something hot, the sun's number five. (laughs) Get out. Angelo, congrats, buddy. $100 Uh, worth of vouchers coming your way. Lotto 649 draw. You stay in the line. We'll get your info, all right? 
The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7. Lay some big record bombs away, 97.7 hits FM. It's a Silver and Brown Show. Multiple texts from people saying, can uh, Carl be the answer for something hot? Name something hot. Very hot after <laughs> uh, that game just now. <laughs> how, does, how does fire beat out the sun? You know, the giant flaming ball that heats our planet. Name something hot. What about, like, how does that five? How's there four things out of that? Hold on. Let me let me get you the whole top five. Uh, so uh, number number one, fire. Uh-huh. Number two, coffee. Coffee. Ahead of the sun. Number three, yeah. tea. Yes. Beverages are warm. <laughs> what was four? Uh, where are we here? I so, closed it down. The sun was five, Yeah, the right? sun was five, yeah. I closed it down here, right. so I don't Whatever. know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it look, you know, you put up a good effort. It's just the thing that heats the entire <laughs> planet. Took it to overtime, so <laughs> we'll, play, something hot. we'll play again. We'll play, play again tomorrow at eight forty. The, <laughs> the right one, though. The right, the bottom right oven yeah. burner, right? Yes, yeah, the yeah. one you use. Okay, let's get to open mic in a few minutes. If you do want to get some questions in for, uh, well, I was gonna say hot Carl. <laughs> but I didn't say hot, Carl. So they called me in my first kitchen. Let job. the record know. Let the record show that I didn't call you hot, Carl. Literally the first time I interviewed for a kitchen job, I sat down with their manager. Yeah, and he looked at me and said, "So your name's Carl?" I said, "Yeah." That's so like hot, Carl. I said, "I guess." <laughs> I guess. And he said, "Your last name's Brown." Uh huh. He goes, "Okay. Well, if you want to start." Thursday's fine. We'll pay you seven bucks an hour. And they whip me with towels. <laughs> this is a true story. It is. Yes. It's literally the first interview I had for a kitchen job. Started my inglorious run. Yep. What are we doing here again? I don't know. Open mic? Oh, right. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Roman? If you want to get some questions in for not hot Carl, mm-hmm. uh, some for myself, some Very for Hits chill, Nation. Carl. <laughs> you can text them in now. 977 977. We'll get after it in seven minutes. Broadcasting from the White House of Rock. I said it was before, but it bears repeating now. White Stripes, 977 Hits FM with the Soper and Brown show. Let's go. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, 977-977. Text the show. You can call to 905-688-9797. All right, Brown, where do you want to start? Let's start back here. Uh, T beat out the sun. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> text that came in. Uh, somebody texted, Carl, if the sun was really hot, they'd put a warning label on it. They do when they tell you not to even stare at it directly. I believe that's the warning label that <laughs> comes with it. Uh, somebody said it's funny when Carl gets a little pissed because Matt gets so happy. I just know some good stuff's about to come. I know that we're, we're about to get some good stuff for the show, and sometimes Carl needs to get his anger out. And yeah, so it's good when I start it, rumbling. It's really 50 50, though, because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll get your anger out, and then mm-hmm. off air, it's like you can see there's like been a release, so he feels good. And then other times he gets even angrier yeah. off air, and I go, and then, we're in, then we're in the spiral. Yeah. Then we're in the spiral. And it's real dark. But only a chicken club can cure. <laughs> uh, that's, I, the, that's the name of Carl's autobiography, by the way. <laughs> that and I better poop before I leave. Yeah, true. That's his book, too. 
<laughs> I gotta poop before we go. Uh, are you guys Harry Potter fans? Have either of you watched the new special or did you read the books? I know your wife is a huge Harry huge, Potter Huge, has tattoos. Yeah. Um, said she almost teared up watching it. Thought it was great. And this was the reunion special they yeah, did? Yeah, they interviewed. Much like HBO. that Friends thing. They right? sat down and reviewed You know what they've yeah. been through over there. Like, it was like nine films, wasn't it? Eight, eight or nine? Eight or nine? Yeah. Eight. I want to say eight. Seven books and they did the last movie. They split the last, yeah. yeah. So I think eight. Either way, I, I from what I've read and heard, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you'll probably like it. I uh, one of the days, one of the days of our break that we were off for, one of the Crave channels or one of the movie channels had a Harry Potter marathon. Yeah, and I was doing some other stuff. It was something I left on for quite some time. Barreled through a couple of them. What'd you think? It's alright. I'm more of a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never a Potter kid. It just missed me. It Fair was enough. Just behind, and it wasn't like they're bad books. I just I didn't read them, and it just kind of like just passed me. Uh, question from Caitlin. How did you know your wife was the one? She got pregnant. That's the one, yeah. I'm still asking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, we're together now. All right. Well, this is, full, this is now a full-term thing. <laughs> You're going to stick it out. Uh, when my wife applied to a contest to win a dream wedding, I figured that I should probably start sorting myself out. <laughs> oh, she's thinking that. F- oh, oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, you want to get married? Well, Mary. I'm locked in. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, question said, do you guys ever fight? Not really. No. No. I'll say something hurtful, but we communicate. Yeah. <laughs> Scott asked. <That's> true. <laughs> Wait, your dad texted? <laughs> no, not that, Scott. Oh. Uh, he said, how many people do you think have no idea what you're talking about when you're talking about a hot Carl? I, I hope. hope many, Scott. I hope. I hope you're one of the few that does. <laughs> you need that incognito window if you Google that one. What's your favorite pasta noodle? Uh, texter here says uh, penne. Favorite pasta noodle? Yeah, favorite noodle. Oh, sorry, pasta. Because that one guy got angry last Whatever. week. Can I say tortellini or does that not count? It's kind of its own thing. Yeah. Kind of its own dish. Tortellini's the best of all the pastas. Yeah. But if I have to choose a straight up straight up nude, mm-hmm. I think I'm going classic spaghetti. Are you? I think I'm going spaghetti. Chels, what's the thick ones with the, it's like spaghetti, but it's got like a hole down the middle that we make sometimes that are really good. Those hold the sauce. I know she's listening right now. I like, bo- I like bow tie. Mm. I like bow tie. I agree with that person. If I'm not saying spaghetti, it's probably penne. Probably penne. It's the spaghetti that we buy from Antipastos, yeah. and it's like that. It's just a little bit thicker, and it's, you can get the little hole down the middle of it. Mm. If you're listening, there you go, Bucatini. Thank you, girl. Bucatini. Bucatini. That's, see, when you said, how did you know she was the one? Yeah, that moment. Listening, got the pasta for him. <laughs> that moment right there. <laughs> That's my wife. That's oh, you know what? I'm going to keep you around. When she didn't run when she saw the wrestling collection was a good. Yeah, that's good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Took her to a few shows and she didn't freak out and leave or she, just asked to not be involved. She didn't pull the SpongeBob? Yeah. All right, I'm going to head out. Yeah. It's me or the collection. <laughs> uh, question from a texter here. It says, boys, we're getting a female puppy either today or tomorrow struggling on a name. It's an Aussie crossed with a golden retriever. I have the name. Go. I'll tell you right now. Yep. Beverly! Peanut. Beverly Peanut. You heard it here. There it is. Beverly Peanut. What else could you want? And you call it BP, and it eats a Boston pizza for free. Guaranteed. <laughs> Your name's BP? You get in here, That's Pooch. Great. You get in here. I like this one here. Uh, which one of you is more likely to have a cooking show? It's Soper. Oh, it'd be me. It's absolutely Soper. Without a doubt. I'd be the guy that comes, I'd be the Gordon Ramsay who comes in and looks at the state of your kitchen, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love oh, of God. Donkey! Yeah, come on! <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I love to cook. I would love to do a cooking show. There you go. Yeah. We could do like a live stream or something like there that. You we should do a, we'll do a meal on uh, Facebook Live once I'm a week in. or something. I was doing homemade sloppy joes yesterday. I know. I saw Ooh, your Instagram story. Oh, daddy. Yeah. They were good. And taco night. Yeah. You had taco Monday. Mm-hmm. Taco Monday. Taco Monday. It's very good. Carl, usually a fan of alliterations, but he's also a bad boy. He'll eat tacos on a Monday if he feels like it. You know what I did yesterday? Uh. And this is this is a great move because we did the um we were like reheating the corn tortillas in the chicken and like juices and the marinade and then yep. and then pan frying them. So dinner was incredibly hot when it came out of the pan. We set the table and everything, needed a couple minutes. Rather than sit there and burn both my fingers and mouth on it. Cleaned the kitchen, unloaded, loaded the dishwasher, set it, sat down for the table, oh, finished yeah. dinner, came back into like a spotless counter. Oh, yeah. Prime. Oh, yeah. Prime move. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we make this <laughs> cauliflower like potato soup. Oh, yeah. And we cook bacon first. Yep. Then you drain a bit of, you don't want all of it, but yep. you drain a bit and then you cook all the veggies in the bacon fat. This has been such a food focused show oh, today. It is. I'm starving. Uh, Texter says, if we name the pup Beverly, do we get some 97.7? Yes. FM absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, Soper and brown mugs. I've got a secret stash of a couple things here. Literally, if you name the dog Beverly, truly, I want to see a birth certificate. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you something. We'll give you something. Yeah. Yes. Don't do toy with our emotions like that. Okay? Beer we co- will do it. Beer koozies, yeah. mugs. T-shirt? Something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 We'll hook you up. Guys, don't you tease us like this. But it's got to be a Beverly. Beverly! Yeah. And, and no like, oh, it's nickname is... No. Legally... <laughs> You take that dog to the vet. Whatever puppy school it goes to. I have I no idea. To, I want to see the little graduation That's thing right. after it yeah. finishes its four-week course. Absolutely. Says, Beverly has complete a little paw print on there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Legit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not joking. No, you better not, not be joking. We don't screw around in this show. I'm angry now thinking about that person <laughs> not doing it. Don't you come at us. The sun at five. <laughs> Beverly! Unbelievable. Do you have anything else? No. When you get a boy dog. Jeff. There it is. That's Jeff Bell. and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM. Text message came in said, Carl, you regretted not staying up for the NFL Sunday night, or did you make the entire college uh, Monday night championship game? I did. Hey. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. If you're a Georgia fan, shout out. Because I had money on it. Oh, yeah, you did lay a little. Who'd you lay it on? Not the correct uh, team. <laughs> I mean, you, Bama's usually a pretty safe I mean, bet. Yeah, Alabama right? in a college national championship is usually a pretty safe bet. They lost their uh, lost a, a receiver Williamson early on in the uh, in the second quarter yeah. after he I think he had four catches for sixty five yards early, yeah. and then his left knee went right, and that was. Uh, that was the end of moving the ball effectively for, <laughs> for Alabama at that point. Georgia's defense, man, did they get after yeah, it. Holy. Did you see at the start of the game as Alabama's coming out of the tunnel that Nick Saban has a paper guy? Yeah. Just as a guy whose job I assume it is, is to just carry his papers. He's got a Gatorade guy on the sideline, too. There's a dude that literally follows him around with a cup. And he goes, oh, you got to have your hands free at all times. He's yeah. got a guy that just follows him. Probably the same as the paper guy. Yeah, maybe. He's got his papers and he's got his Gatorade. And his job is just to be at arm's length of Nick Saban at all times. How much do you think uh, paper and Gatorade guy gets paid? Nothing. No? No, he's probably I, just on scholarship. I think he gets paid. I don't think he it goes to school. He though. might get a per diem. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You think that's what it is? 
I figured that that was his job and he gets paid seven bucks an hour or something. <laughs> something like that. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, yeah, Georgia got it done. Although their dog, their bulldog, fell asleep and didn't catch any of it. You know what the funniest part was? Yeah. So the NHL is back on ESPN this yeah. year in the yeah. States for the first time in a very long time. I think it's the first time since 04. Yeah. And they go to run the NHL promo. And as they go to run it, they're shooting the Georgia Bulldog mascot who is asleep in his kennel. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's in. It's hurricanes and flyers on Wednesday night hockey. Just look at the dog. <laughs> <laughs> he was falling asleep the whole game. How old is that thing? I don't know, man. Do a quick Google search to see, like, how, how many Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs have oh, they had? There's been tons, oh, man. yeah. Like, and, but which, which one's this? Because every time they showed the Bulldog, I felt like he was asleep. Yeah. Like, every time I felt like he was just like out cold. <laughs> And granted, Bulldogs are, you know, a sleepy breed. Yeah, they started in 1956 using the live Bulldog as a mascot. So, <laughs> now this one's obviously not that old. But uh, this, uh, uh, from 2015 to present, this has been the... Okay, so he's only six, maybe uh, seven at the most, but likely six. Yeah. My sleepy. God. He, he's just, just out, <laughs> KO'd. Oh, man. Do you remember when the, the bull tried to fight the bulldog? Remember there was a, I think it was Texas had a bull. Yeah. And then he went nuts when he saw the bulldog yes. and just <laughs> tried to fight the bulldog. <laughs> a lot of live animals in very, very packed, loud stadiums just feels like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> it truly and does. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> College football is a wild thing, ain't it? It is. It's it a really wild, is. wild you know, thing. You know, I don't. I, I have trouble understanding this. Maybe it's a Canadian thing. Maybe it's because I didn't go to college. But yeah. I have. Um, it's interesting for me to see people who, let's say Georgia, for example, never went to the University of Georgia. Don't yeah. have family who went to the University of Georgia who are just like diehard bulldogs. College fan. football fans are it another is, breed. I actually bought a book on. Uh, uh, I think it's called. It's called tribalism or something. I, I bought a book recently from our book warehouse outlet yeah, yeah. about like how college football is like the heartbeat, especially of the uh, the southeastern corner of the United States. And I'm very interested to read it because it's just such a cultural touchstone for so many people. It, they're huge. Like the fans are are bananas for it, man. I'll tell you, I couldn't get into it till they started doing the playoff thing. Yeah, when they started doing the playoff thing, it started making more sense. Before, when it was like, no, there's a team of like 14 men in a computer. And they decide who the national champion is. Like, what? <laughs> How do you say just decide? <laughs> Nobody has to like you don't have to like play somebody in the finals. No, we just pick one. Well, I think it's the playoff, and I mean you bet now. Yeah, sports gambling makes it yeah a lot better. <laughs> a lot better. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Carl, you were off air. You said to me, I, I think, I think. Uh huh. That I have a science story. Well, we, we talked about the pig heart transplant and stuff this morning, which is borderline science guy-ish. But I've had this, I've had this tab open. I was wondering if we'd save this for tomorrow, but I think I want to talk about it now. A late treat in the show, as we usually do this earlier. I want a round of Carl Brown, the science guy. 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 We are hitting the road for this one. Have you, uh, you familiar with Turkmenistan? Yeah, I've been. One of the stands. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Yeah. Yeah. And not, beautiful. Not many folks have. No? Pretty uh, country that keeps to themselves ah, yes. a little bit. No, no, I'm well known there. Leadership there can be a bit tumultuous. I did radio there in my third year. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> in Turkmenistan? Yeah, 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 I did, yeah. 
Okay. Afternoon the, drive. Yep. What else is playing there? Yeah. I um I accidentally played a buffoon and brown show. Oh. <laughs> Great timing. Yeah. Perfect. Anyways. They you were have, saying about my old home? They have something there. I need to be familiar, of course, after your broadcast history in Turkmenistan. Something in the desert there called the Gates of Hell. Ooh. And it's not really an exaggeration. They have a massive crater in their desert that has been on fire since 1971. Oh, like it's never stopped burning? It's an open burning sinkhole uh, that has been there since 1971. Oh Apparently, uh, some Soviet gas researchers were in the area looking for natural gas deposits, found this, realized that there was a lot of methane and noxious gases, and they said, well, if we just ignite it, It'll burn itself out. And 50 years later, we continue to wait. Wow. And <laughs> so, it just goes deep down? It's a 70-foot deep crater. It's about 250 Ooh. feet across. And it is just a huge well of fire that they have never, ever been able wow. to extinguish. Perhaps no more. Okay. Their current president... Uh, years ago, they made this a, a what they call a natural reserve. It actually became a bit of a tourist destination. Their current president says no longer, no more tourists. Oh. We're putting out the fire. Really? How do you do that? Giant bowl of water? They're taking suggestions. They <laughs> <laughs> currently, currently, uh, they've said that it's time to uh, it's time to extinguish it. We're worried about what the gases and the constant burning is doing to the uh, environment and the people who live somewhat near. Uh, this huge burning crater, 50 years on, and now you're going to solve the problem. Uh, they're thinking that they might just seal it, which I don't think is going to work very well. I don't well think that's how it works. At all. He's apparently, uh, the, the current president has reigned over for 16 years. He said he'd like to find experts from anywhere in the world to help shut the gates of hell for good. Why do you need it, Sean? I guess they're worried about like the noxious fumes and what it's doing to the atmosphere over it and the guess, the people. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 literally in the middle of the desert, yeah. but I, I'm sure it's pumping out terrible stuff. But I don't know how you you dump sand on it. Like, what's your Smokey the Bear? What's your hope? Yeah, get, we need Smokey. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna get experts from around the world, you need you need Smokey the Bear. Yeah, you need somebody who's worked stunt work for Jackass. Okay, that's good. You need uh. Uh, some of the best firefighters in the world. Yeah. I don't know how you put out something. It's been like it's been burning for fifty-one years and counting. I feel like that's a fire. And you feel like they out. might have experimented with attempting to put it out I a few think, times yeah. to see. I would think if you just put a cap on it, would the pressure not create a massive issue and perhaps make the hole bigger? That would be my guess. If you cap this thing or fill it in, there's a pressure that will build there. You're the science guy. I don't and know. explode. Let's get Bill Nye in. You might hear from Turkmenistan again this year on Carl Brown, the science guy. I did broadcast from the Get to Hell once. <laughs> did you? Yeah, we did it live on location. <laughs> did you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were... A remote? It was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we did, yes. Carl, Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Anyways, A-Town, too steep. Good morning. How the heck you doing over there? I am wonderful, especially right. after learning about these uh, gates of hell. The gates, gates of, of hell. hell. You ever been to Turkmenistan? <laughs> 
Unlike you, apparently. Oh, it's a no. wild place. Yeah, I've not. That's a Matt's rich history. It took yeah. Men FM. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it was, it was Gates of Hell FM. Oh, that's FM. what yeah. it was, yeah. We used to do live broad, like live yeah. broadcasts from the Gates of Hell. That's where Great. you cut your teeth in yeah. the industry, eh? Yeah, it's Matt Soper live on location at the Gates of Hell with <laughs> Gates of Hell FM. Right it's here, toasty. Uh, we're here courtesy of Tourism Turkmenistan. That's right. Uh, if you come down now, we've yeah. got Gates of Hell beer koozies, yeah. uh, Gates of Hell uh, ro- marshmallow roasting sticks, <laughs> and first five people to show up, yeah. two for one fries at the Turkmenistan McDonald's. Bring down the kids, roast a hot dog over the pit. Absolutely. From like a kilometer away. When you showed me the picture, <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. I can't believe the size of this pit of hell. Yeah. Been burning for 50 years. Some great suggestions uh, in the inbox here. Yeah. Um, suggest- you know, it- Shan says she's getting into the science of it. Fire needs three things: needs heat, uh-huh. needs fuel, uh-huh. needs oxygen. If you take away one, the fire will go out. So maybe, maybe capping it is the way. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I think we throw more things in the pit. More in the pit. Yeah. I think every country gets to nominate one criminal a year to be pushed into the pit. Ooh. Whoever your worst offender That's is, intense. you know, take it. Take a survey. Yeah. Three hundred sixty-five year or days of the year. Whatever. Sixty-five years. Well, I'm sure. Pick <laughs> a one lot of those years. Days. A generational talent, if you will. <laughs> and everybody gets to push one in the pit. Go back to like the Coliseum yeah. days. All of us gather well, yeah, around one, the pit of hell. It would be it would be uh, therapeutic, I think, to Sparta <laughs> one, to Sparta <laughs> one dude a year. Therapeutic into the pit. for who, Carl? You for people. <laughs> Good question. By the way, we keep saying pit, and yeah. we haven't even played this yet. Uh, roll it, which yeah. makes me angry. We play this as Carl kicks people into the pit. I didn't say I'm doing it. It's sure, Carl. <laughs> Carl kicks him in the pit. <laughs> a, great, a great solution suggested from Doug here. Perhaps we could nuke the pit. Got to nuke something. Got to nuke something. This is as long as this plays in slow mo. <laughs> Sometimes Carl kicks you in the pit. <laughs> Anyways. Perhaps that's where our loonies went. By the way, uh, oh. Turkmenistan, mm-hmm. big fans of Mouse Rat. <laughs> Lots of Mouse Rat records. Huge there. Oh, man. Huge, huge work there. Yeah. I did some investigating on the whole loony situation. Oh, yesterday. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. What, what do you got for us? So I called Jonathan. I'll turn this off now. And to be honest, I believe his testimony. We played it on air this morning. And? I agree with you. I don't think it was him. I believe him. I thought it was him initially. <laughs> Me too. All three of our fingers were pointed at Jonathan first yeah. thing. We yeah. were fast on the trigger there. I got to say, I think I was the one maybe not accusing John yesterday. You might have just been, he might have just been yeah, whatever, humoring Carl. him. You two and, you yeah. two and Brandon were, were quickly onto the whatever. Jonathan train. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I, but you also I, my, didn't speak up well enough, I don't think. I was in my office. We, uh, <laughs> we were discussing that. I don't. I can't clearly remember, and if anybody missed this uh, uh, earlier, we discussed it, for... Years, literally, there was a single loony on top of a uh, dispenser that's just outside the studio doors here. And then, Ash, when you came back into studio in October, you put a Is second, that when you, you put the second? You yeah. put a second one there. I just wanted to see if it would shake up the waters at all, you know? Yeah. If we could get some action because on the Because that loony had been there for a suspiciously long time. I said perhaps it was load-bearing. It might have uh, been a structural integrity thing. I but think it was. It was kind of yeah. who's going to be the jerk that takes the loony. Yeah. So th- one theory that came in was... Whoever changed the, dis- or maybe somebody changed the dispenser, like yep. put in new sanitizer, they may have the loony. They took it as a bonus. And Some other people are saying maybe the cleaning staff, yeah. maybe. I, th- cleaning staff, I think you should talk to Lonnie. Lonnie would the, be the guy. Lonnie. No, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Lonnie would be the guy, I think, who would change the sanitizer. So if he had to open up the top, perhaps he would remove 
the loonies and, to put in a fresh bag of Sani. And maybe, then just forgot to put them back. Popsy pocketed them, closed the thing. Because Lonnie definitely would not have intentionally. No way, Lonnie. That's not what I'm saying. No I think way. he may have accidentally taken the loonies. Are we so, saying we're saying Lonnie took the loonies? I don't know, because some other people yesterday were like, what Lonnie about loonies? Mr. Sardine Can? Mr. Bricks. Because we don't know when it was here he until. Was, he, was bro- he was broadcasting from the shed quarters yesterday, and he wasn't here last week. But we don't know when it left. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good true point. too. They could have been gone before. See, I feel but like they were here before Christmas. Bricks would have taken them sooner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have waited, waited all that time. Yeah. Looties, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because I said yeah. the original was there when you and I were hired, yeah. which is now almost two years on. Like, <sighs> it was there before that. So a mystery will remain. But Lonnie and the Loonies, that's worthy of a... I think you should talk to Lonnie. Yeah. Maybe I will, guys. I just... Yeah. It's going to be a tough conversation to be had, you know? Well, no, you don't accuse him. You say, oh, did you change sanitizers at all? There were some Loonies on the back there, and I don't know who changes the sanitizer. And if so, put them back. Yeah. Put them back. And Restore you, the Loonies. And whoever whoever took the Loonies? Yeah. <laughs> Carl one, kicks them in the pit. Solution. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. Carl kicks them in the pit. It's the only way. Carl kicks people in the pit. One-way ticket. Took those loonies, you're going in the pit. (laughs) Anyways, are we done here? Oh, certainly. (laughs) Just a little bit more and then Ash is up. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM.